Time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid, time to get paid. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Every single way, every single way, every single way, every single way. It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the greatest podcast in the world Where every day is a good day Every time you listen to this, it's a good day um, Who is with me? Yo, your boy is Bo Alright, alright, Rich Bo Who else is with me? Chief in the building As if he never left <laughs> Like I never left It's good, <laughs> Sensei, it was good Ain't shit, just another day just another good day you know what i'm saying thank you listeners uh please subscribe on spotify itunes you know what I'm saying we're gonna drop a couple episodes on soundcloud but i wouldn't suggest you go there go stitcher radio uh, anywhere else i'm missing google play anything else i'm missing guys no nah? no nah, i think you got it on youtube Shout out YouTube. oh yeah follow the youtube good good.tv that's g-a-o-o-d.tv we have some content where we specifically talk about topics and we have a conversation between the three of us it might be sometimes the two of us as well but you'll get some content on there so please subscribe to good.tv all right um first and foremost we have a couple topics today uh richbo do you want to start it off Yes, yes. I like to start off with the Snoop Dogg and Eminem. Okay, 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 okay. So, so what's going on with Snoop Dogg and Eminem? What's what brought this story to attention? What 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 made it? What brings this to light? Yeah, Snoop Dogg was on the Breakfast Club. He was on the Breakfast Club two days ago, and you know they was asking him about the battle between him and DMX, mm-hmm. and you know. People were shocked. Charlamagne was really shocked, like how much Snoop Dogg knew DMX songs and stuff. And they asked Snoop who's in his top, and he said Eminem is not in my top. Mm-hmm. And they like, like, why? Why he's not in your top? He named some of the people he fucked with that's in his top. He was like, Eminem don't can't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. He named people like Valley. He was like Rick. Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, KRS One. Mm-hmm. That's a, bu- a bunch of goats, pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole bunch of goats. Like you in the islands. That's nothing but goats, though. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah. I mean, I was not surprised by that comment from Snoop. Like, I wouldn't expect Eminem to be in his top. Okay. And why is he that? Was- Huh? And why is that? Why didn't you expect him to be in the chart? They've been label mates. They know. They both know Dr. Dre. Uh, he made a lot of impactful music. Why aren't you surprised? Why aren't you surprised that he's not on Snoop Dogg's top? Two different type of rappers. Okay. Okay. Snoop make gangster music. Eminem makes. I, I wouldn't even know what it was. Like he makes hip hop. He makes rap. He makes lyricism. Like he he's a lyricist, but. I don't know what type of rap would you would you call him. I guess hardcore because the, the the content. You're saying he's he hardcore rap. So what's um NWA? Gangster. Gangster rap. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got me. So go ahead. Yeah, they don't, don't make that. Okay. Okay. He don't make, he don't make music you can drive to. 
Okay, so you say your opinion, you can see it because you personally feel like he doesn't make music you can drive to or ride to. You feel me? All right. Anything else? Any other points that you want to make that, like, you know, you could back up Snoop Dogg's opinion? Hmm. I honestly thought that the age difference was way bigger than what what it is, Mm -hmm. but it's not. It's only a year. (laughs) So I, I really thought it was the age difference, but. They're not that different apart. Really? Because I thought, remember, originally we spoke about it, and I thought the age difference was great. How much older is Snoop Dogg compared to Eminem? Just one year. One year only? That's it? Yeah. Wow. Ain't that crazy? (laughs) It was crazy when I found out this morning. That's crazy because me and you started doing some research and all this stuff. We was looking up a whole bunch of stuff. Like Snoop Dogg's first album, like official album, he was on The Chronic, which came out in 92. But his first, first album came out in 1993, right? 1993. Mm-hmm. Eminem's first album generally came out, um, I think it was like 96, but it was called Infinite. I never heard of that album, to be honest with you. I never even heard of it. Um, but Rich, Rich Bo knew about it. And his, his, the album that we all know and love, you know, the Slim Shady LP where he has the body from the trunk and stuff like that. That one was in like serial killer music, pretty much. Uh, that one came out in 1999, Chief. So you have someone in one year age difference, right? But Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. started early 90s, you know what I'm saying? So that makes him like a late 80s rapper. And that's crazy. That's a crazy difference. So, who y'all think had more success considering that they don't have a big age gap? Mm-hmm. Who had a better career? I mean, I'm gonna say Snoop. Like, if you ask me who I would rather, which career I would rather have, I would rather have Snoop's career. Uh, yeah, but who, who do you think was more successful? It's hard. How you determine it? How you determine success? That's what I want to know. So we're um, not gonna have no great like blurry mirrors and stuff. Let's go. Uh, cla- classic songs. Come on, dog. Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here. Hey, okay. you, I'm, I'm not a big Eminem fan, but he had a lot of classic songs. You like, think he had on, more classic albums than Snoop? I'm. Uh, you I don't know. Yeah, I don't know classic albums than Snoop. You, you gotta ask Rich, bro. I don't listen to Eminem. You, do you that. think he has more classic albums than Snoop? That's what I'm asking. Simple question. I don't think so. No, but Thank I don't you. listen to Eminem, right, you. so you I don't have enough well. evidence. You next. Me, um, Eminem got some classic albums, but I don't think he have as much classic album as Snoop. And technically, this, not, this is not versus Snoop, actually. You know what I'm saying? Can we see... The whole question was like, can we see him on Snoop's top uh, 10? And Snoop Whoa, said he wasn't. I, I say uh, not, no. dog. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what about you, Chief? Because we really heard your opinion. Um, No, nah, just because... Of, just like what Rich said, they make two different types of music. And Lord Jamar kind of talked about that like earlier last year where he said that niggas in the hood don't listen to Eminem. Mm-hmm. Which, is just, <laughs> which is just true It's just true You feel me It's not something You don't go to the hood And you hear Eminem Like It's not something you hear You feel me and he, It's because he doesn't make That type of music That reflects the hood And that's probably Why he's not Okay I can honestly say They don't bump Eminem But I think there's a lot of people I know personally That listen to Eminem To be honest but, but compared to Like the majority what you mean the majority? What you mean? Oh, compared to a Trick Daddy, compared to no, that's like, local people. though. Like, come on, though. Uh, well, we're comparing it through based on our experience. So I'm, I'm giving you an, uh, an example. That's personal. You said that's a Miami-bound rapper. So what you think is gonna happen? Uh, more people in Miami. That's his whole fan base. 
So give me well, someone that's that, not from that, there. That's not true. I don't think that's true because look at Lil Wayne. What about Lil Wayne? Lil Wayne is not from Miami, but you go to the hood, you were, you might hear Lil Wayne now. You and he me? lived in Miami. Now he's not, he's not from Miami though. I don't, it doesn't matter. He can live here, but he's not from here. You say he can live here, but he's not from here. You're saying why did Lil Wayne get a big no. influence? What, what's the question? Why you no, brought up Lil I'm, Wayne? I'm saying that because you're bringing up the point that <laughs> Trick Daddy is because of he's from here. Yeah, and I brought up Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is not from here. I'm saying but he makes our type of music. He doesn't. Eminem does not make that type of music that reflects the hood. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay, so you're saying that he doesn't make the same music as Trick Daddy. I definitely could tell you that. Yes. Or, or Lil Wayne. Or, <laughs> I can I mean, definitely tell though, you. Even though he can make a song with Lil Wayne, he doesn't have that vibe that Lil Wayne gives out. You feel me? Or somebody in that pocket. You're saying he don't make street music that people could bump to. Well, I'm saying from your personal experience, how many people do you know listen to Lil Wayne? Not a, a lot. lot. That's what I'm saying, that's, and that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Because they might now. not bump, they might not bump the music, but did they listen to Lil Wayne? Because he just don't have that type of music. And, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But a lot of people I know personally, like you know, how people be like, hood niggas don't listen to Lil Wayne. I like, all right, they don't bump him. Like you know, it's not like money, 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 get a dollar. Like it's not like that at all. But right, dude, right. how many people do we know personally that listen? Like literally, let's think about it. How many people do you know personally listened to Lil Wayne or uh, not Lil Wayne, uh, Eminem? Like you know, I, I'm just saying for me personally, I know a lot of people that listen to him. They're not gonna bump him. Like he just doesn't make that music to bump in your car. But yeah, I know a lot true. of people that know like that listens to Lil Wayne. I mean, not Lil Wayne, Eminem. You feel me? So that's the difference. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He just doesn't make that music. I agree. He doesn't make street music at all. Like, nah, he doesn't make that type of music. But does that mean we don't listen to him? Like, I think a lot of no, us do listen to him. He, yeah, he's one of those artists where he makes, he made classic songs. So you mm-hmm. gotta hear him. Exactly. You feel me? So yeah, even though I don't bump Eminem like that, I did hear enough music to know that he's he's really good. You feel me? Exactly. So. I mean, Two Chains versus Rick Ross. No, nah, no, nah, I didn't even yeah. get my opinion about this Eminem. Oh, 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 I thought you. Um, what's your opinion, Sensei? I apologize. How you for feel real, about? You it? should apologize. Thank you for that apology. I appreciate that apology. It's, it's, it just <laughs> you lost, it lost all value because you highlighted. It, I mean, dog. Like I said, um, I mean, pretty much. I, I'm not surprised because you know, if you ask Jay Z, people around the same age group as Eminem, which we didn't know that he was closer to age to like Biggie and Pac than we thought. Like, I'm like. Eminem is in the same We don't even put him In the same class In my opinion I think the time Eminem came out Is when the DMX is Huh That's a fact We don't put him Like I don't think about him Like in the same class Yeah cause he wasn't out Yeah cause he wasn't out He he just wasn't out You feel me And I think When I think about A hip hop class Type situation Eminem is like The next generation After Snoop Snoop was there You have to think about it Snoop was there Before Biggie And Pac (laughs) You feel me (laughs) When he was making music You feel me True. So like you know, even though they're the same age, he was in the game pretty early. I think I mean, I mean Rich says eighteen, I say seventeen possibly, but he been in the game pretty early. You know what I'm saying? And then he left his mark in 1992. Like well, the other albums 1999. Jay Z didn't come out to 1996. The same class I would put Eminem in, it would be Jay Z, DMX, that class. You know, though Jay Z was out, he was in the top artist like you know like Biggie or Pac at the time. But um, later on, he became a top artist. 1996, he was even booming like that. But by 99, you know. Jay-Z was booming Eminem was booming DMX was booming You know You have those artists That came out I put Eminem in that class So I'm like Why would somebody Who's from the west coast Who probably listened to funk A lot of funk And all that stuff He said Slick Rick He said Big Daddy Kane And stuff like that Like you know what I'm saying This is his list makes sense to his era Cause when we put The Mount Rushmore I tell people this all the time Like I just said this to Richard earlier People talk about your top 10 
the top five and stuff like that. But I said there's a different. This is a different question. Who would be in the top five in the Mount? Who would be in hip hop's Mount Rushmore? Versus who's your top five? Because if you ask my top five, you know it's personalized. So if you ask your top five, it's personalized. But the mm-hmm. Rushmore will be like who you think deserves the respect, and that's a different conversation. You'd be like, all right, now nah, I gotta, you you got a question? Should you put Eminem up there in the Rushmore? So would you say Eminem going to hip hop Mount Rushmore though? I think that's five um, spots. That's five yeah. spots. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm gonna say man. you sure. So it's gonna be Biggie, I'm, Pac, I'm Eminem. I'm positive. Biggie, Pac, Eminem. Who else? I'll say Jay Z. And there's only one more spot. Who else would you put up there? There's some people we're missing right now. Because we then now with, with me saying that is like, are we gonna forget the people who made hip hop? Do you get what I'm saying? It's different. But but we can't question Eminem. The only reason I don't question Eminem is because what white rapper do you think is better than Eminem? <laughs> Well, I be, mean, be, be real. He's a pinnacle of a, what a white rapper is. Like he he reached the max. He maxed out. His stats are ninety nine. You feel me? Yeah. Again, I, re- I respect the nigga's skill. You feel me? I'm you saying who should be in hip hop like Mount that? Rushmore, dog. Uh, that's what I'm saying. He should be up there because he's Ooh, he name the five. He, Rock him. Okay. Eminem, like I just said. Eminem, uh huh. And this is off the cuff, so don't don't fucking slaughter me for it. If you don't say Jay Z, fool, I gotta I gotta just go to the next subject. I'll go Jay Z, so I want to hear you talk about it for ten minutes. Nah, if you okay, if you don't, if you pick Eminem over Jay Z, you smoking crack. I just said Jay Z, bro. Relax. See, you already getting robbed up. Um, nah, I just thought you wasn't gonna say Jay Z. My bad. Easy. Okay, I respect that. And no biggie, no pop, right? Because there's only five spots. You name four. Yeah, no biggie, no park. Um, <laughs> the last slot, I would probably have. I would go to. It would go to two park if you ask me. Uh, rich. I, I don't see nobody else. I, I actually. Ah. Uh, no comment. Who, who y'all got, man? That's my list. I already said mine first, so go ahead. Your turn, Rich. I didn't name the last person though, but that's a good one. I need to think about my last person. I if I had a rest more for hip hop. Yeah, five. That means five people. It might be four, but I'm gonna just say five. Uh, I'm gonna say Tupac, Biggie. Uh-huh. I got to mm-hmm. uh, rock him because he just he just set the the like the era for the '80s. Mm-hmm. Set the wave. I, is he in mine? No, because I, that wasn't my era. So you gonna forget about KRS one too? Mm, damn. I was gonna put him in, but nah. Alright, go ahead. I will have to. Yeah, KRS one. Uh, I think you really you shrunk this spot That's- quick. <laughs> Yo, you fucked up, right? <laughs> well, don't let that boy influence you. And slick, slick fool, you well, just forget about it. Chief, he said that for a reason because he want this is bait. This is what we call bait. Why you said Slick Rick and you never listened to a whole Slick Rick album? You never listened to a Slick Rick album. Snoop Dogg on his first album, Doggy Style, got he got a song called Lottie Dotty, who made a Lottie Dotty song. <laughs> He hit you with a reference. Cool. <laughs> I said he didn't listen to a whole Slick Rick album. 
He never listened to one Slick Rick album. I'm saying that's what Rich told me prior to this video chat, and he stole my damn quote. <laughs> my dog stole my quote. <laughs> hey, Rich, you got you, you got nobody from the south. It's all it's all people. Mm. It's interesting. Nah, that's the Miami Mount Rushmore. There you go. I saved you. So yeah. All right, so that's it. That's your list. It's pretty whack. Both of y'all lists were whack. My list was the best. All right, so the next yeah, subject. Okay. The, ne- <laughs> the next. <laughs> <laughs> so the next topic. I'm just, okay. I just, I just wanted to, to say the niggas that set the tone for hip hop and shit. You forgot LL yeah, Cool J. Eminem. Anyway, so go ahead. Yeah. 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 Uh, it gotta be more than five. No, nah, it's not more than five. It's a Mount Rushmore. All right. Uh, so next subject. All right. Topic. Two chains versus Rick Ross, which is the next versus battle. Okay. After we were after we had uh, Snoop and DMX, which was a classic. It's a classic. Battle. First of all, do you think it's gonna hold up to the to the same standard, or you think it's gonna? No, it will not hold up. It will not hold up to the same standard as that. But I predict a great sounding. Like, listen, I want to be there because I want to hear like Rick Ross music playing in the speakers. At the time, mm. you feel me? I want to know how Rick Ross is going to do it. Is he going to sit back like a boss, smoke his cigar or a big, huge blunt? Like, is he going to do that? Or is he going to like rock his chair? Like what he's going to do during the verses battle? Because, you no, know, can he move around? I heard he's a little bit more, you know, lighter now. So he's able to jump around and do some dances and stuff. But both of them dudes don't really do that. Even when he was big, he was moving around. So maybe they're gonna get up there and do like you know some. I think moments. I think I think that's what's most entertaining because you know Two Chains got it in them, and Rick Ross got it in them. But will they do that movement shit? Like you know what I'm saying? They have it in them though. But both I of mean, them is ain't like nobody ain't, ain't nobody gonna dance like Snoop. Yeah, Snoop, Snoop, <laughs> <laughs> Snoop is the king. Snoop Kill is the king. You nah. say yo, take that table out of here. Yeah, dog. What's this? It was over. My it was dog. Over, dog. My dog was getting down, dog. Shout out to Snoop, man. That was a really enjoyable battle. I really enjoyed myself. Like, you know, really enjoyed myself. Shout out to DMX and Snoop for that. So, um, who do you think is going to win? I say Rick Ross, point blank. And we played on the table 305, Dade County. Y'all can't see my sweatshirt. It's a Miami Heat. Heat Nation all day, every day. Fuck Bleacher Report. Number nine. Yeah, right. Number nine. Yeah, right. Bleacher Report. Fuck Bleacher Report. All right, go ahead. Yo, I said this is anonymous. We always gonna pick Rick Ross. Come on. Ooh, yeah, damn, dog. So what else? I mean, I love Rick Ross too, but more hits. Uh, Two changes are really like he has hits. Hits. He has has hits. He has old hits and he has new hits. He's got newer hits than Rick Ross too. I think Rick Ross has more hits, but uh, it depends what you do. Okay. When I say hits, I'm talking about like you know great music. You know, saying right. great music, but I think Two Chains have more success with his hits. That's what I'm saying. Two Chains have more success with his hits, but that's, um, a, good that's a good point. I like but, that. But Rick Ross, it, I think, like it lined up, and not it might have not had been as big as uh, Two Chains hits, like you know, big like spread wise. You know, what I'm saying, but like back to back to back to back to back to back to back, like a lot of stuff that he did with Drake and other features. Like he's on so much features, like even with Nip and stuff like that. I just think like. It's hard to beat him. It's gonna be really hard to beat. Like he could pull anything out his bag. That's the thing oh, about Rick Ross. Just, you just, you just killed it for me. Yeah, he got a song with Nip. Yeah, a I'm couple, sorry. a couple songs I'm with sorry. Nip. A couple. Yeah, I'm sorry. But two chains. But, but, but you know what? They, these two individuals is probably like the two best feature artists. Nobody talking yeah, about that. Nah, like. Yeah. 
You feel me? Yeah, because Two Chains has. Wayne, but I still don't think it's gonna hold up with songs with Nip. You being biased right now, though. Duffel Bag Boy. I'm telling you, Duffel Bag Boy, man. Duffel Bag Boy is gonna be a win. I know, I but that, is um, that more local? Is that some street shit though? For real? Nah, that that was a, that was a. Rich, what hit. about you? What you think? No, Dumb Bag Boy was big. Yeah, it was. That that definitely got Sultan uh, definitely a wave. He was on uh, on a roll from that song. It definitely put him on the map. Also, who had the best? And also, who had the best name change? Two chains, by yeah. far. Yeah, Titty Boy. The two chains. Rick Ross had Ricky Rose, Rick Ross, and I don't know what else he called himself, but yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, too. two chains. That's pretty. Yeah, he got. He that. did it late too, and he still got all. He still got that. You feel me? Now, there's gonna be a couple songs with two chains. I think it's just gonna win. It's gonna. But Rick Ross, he has so. That's many a great battle. Songs. That's a great battle, though. It's gonna, it's gonna be dope. Will 50, not, cent, will 50 Cent comment on the battle? Will 50 Cent comment on the battle? I don't know what he said. No, I said, Will 50 Cent comment on the battle? Oh, he, he'll probably after. I don't think he'll try to support You don't think he'll try to do it on live? He, like, he's going to say something like, oh, you getting washed or some shit? There's just so many people commenting, it won't even, it probably won't have no impact. Fool. He's going to have a star and a check next to him. Everybody going to notice that. There, you, you have if you saw the live from the last one. Richard, what you think? DMX, you think if Fifty Cent go inside the the comments? You think people ain't gonna pay attention to that? From you being a that. reaction channel. Yeah, they don't pay attention to it. But like John was saying, like they will, they they gonna be a lot of people in the in, in the comments. But Fifty though, people people gonna be like, damn, that's Fifty being petty. Mm-hmm. Nobody won't be shocked. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, nobody won't be shocked. Okay, so we all like so we all unanimously pick um Rick Ross, Ross, right? Ross, right? Ross, yeah. Rick Ross, yeah. Great battle though. It'll be a phenomenal battle. There's gonna be some there's gonna be some Ron <laughs> Chang's win though. This ain't gonna be a wash though. This ain't they ain't gonna you know, he ain't gonna get washed. I think it'll be a close battle. Yeah, me too. But just like Chief said, will it live up to the Snoop Dogg and the the DMX? You feel me? Uh, I don't know. That's it a real really one. We might we might be reminded of um, how many hits both these artists had because they've been around for a minute too, which is one of the best parts about it. These versus battles that uh-huh. you, you get to kind of appreciate their whole career. Yeah, the songs you forget too coming back up. Yeah, man, I agree. Yeah. I really hope they do though. What? I really hope they get mixtape bag, like. That mixtape that that got me started on Two Chains when he was Titty Boy. Mm-hmm. I hope they get a mixtape back. When I was in Orlando doing my thing, I was grinding the Two Chains, the Titty Boy. So I really hope he go back. I hope they. I hope they both go in there. You just said the same back. thing for Rick Ross before the pod. They both got songs. You said you was grinding to to Rick Ross, so both of them made you grind or help yeah. you grind. It's motivational. Yeah, both of them. Okay, so while we're talking about two rappers, what about Lil Wayne, like Father Like Son 2, possibly coming out, and he's agreed to do it with uh, Birdman? Are you surprised that he did this? At this point, nah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't be, but I was a little bit. 
because I'm like after everything that went through. Mm-hmm. Everything they went through in our like I fucked with Father Like Son, like I felt like that was like a classic. It had let it so soft. So would it live up to the first one? I don't know. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it, dog. The vibe is not the same, bro. Just well, everything that's happened, it's gonna be hard to get that chemistry back. Even though yeah. they, you know, they have their relationship, of course. Yeah, no. music. You know that vibe it makes a difference with the music. And I, you know, we'll see, though. I don't. I'm. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm, it's not something I'm gonna be looking for. Yeah. That's kind of true. Right. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of true. I'm like, oh shit! Like father, like son, two came back. What? You know what I'm saying? Like I'll probably listen to Free Lil Wayne because they just put it on all streaming platforms. I'll probably listen to that. Okay, so what's the next topic, Chief? Or is it Rich? Or who is it? DJ Academics. Oh yes, your favorite guy. <laughs> DJ. All right, so um, <laughs> DJ Academics was on live with Six Nine and um. Long story short, he pretty much said that uh, because Meek Mill, quote unquote, greenlit him, because uh, he said it through social media that uh, DJ Academics is greenlit. And, you know, for people who don't know what that means is like, if you see him, get him. You know, he has a bounty on his head, essentially. So DJ Academics felt threatened and he pretty much forwarded all that information to the police. Mm-hmm. Knowing the history of uh, that McMill has with the police, and um, you know DJ Academics was also also said that the reason why he started reposting McMill was because of everything that he went through with the police, and now he's trying to get him in trouble again. Do I understand his perspective? Of course, DJ Academics obviously is not a fighter, even though he talks a lot. He's definitely not a fighter. You know what I'm nah, saying? That's like, true. He, he, that's not his lane. He made that apparent. Me? Yeah, he made that apparently clear. Yeah, my point is that you're, you're it's going to be to a point where people are just going to get tired of you talking about him. It's like Vic Mesa when he he played, you can tell he played nice because DJ Academics was startled and he even said it afterwards. Vic Mesa was nice. He didn't say anything crazy. As soon as the cameras turned on, he turned on. You feel me? Like, basically, you don't know who your enemy is going to be, dog, because you talked a lot of shit. Exactly. So, if you're gonna talk shit, be prepared for the backlash, bro. Because we've been watching DJ Academics for a long time. Down here, when he started his page, mm-hmm. to see to see what he is now, you feel me? To see how he's handling everything, it's, it's kind of disappointing, bro. You don't have to compromise yourself. You know what I mean? I feel like he's compromising himself. Everything that he's doing with Six Nine, it just feels feels weird. It feels weird, fool. It don't feel right. So you think he's uh, he's a fake individual, pretty much. He he's moving fakely. He's doing it for the money. All this is for the bag, and that's what makes you look fake. You know what I mean? You're doing all. We all know this is entertainment, but the 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 point is that you're you're talking about people that are actually alive. You're not talking about a TV show or a movie. Like, essentially, your crowd is so big that if you say something negative about an artist that's trying to come up, you can ruin their career. You're at that point now. So you, you need to know your power when you're talking shit about people. And that's my whole thing about DJ Academics. But as far as this situation, I'm on his side, bro. If, if you're a street dude and you you're, you want to kill me and you're saying all this and you, you're dumb enough to snitch on yourself, you come on, bro. This nigga's talking to a rat on a daily basis, bro. Why would you even... 
me, Mill, I don't, I don't understand why he did that. I mean, Reg, how do you feel about? Because I've been talking for a minute, talking about this all day. Um, yeah, I don't know why. That's a good point you left off. Uh, I don't know why Meek Mill, especially a nigga that was fighting get, to get off of to getting, you know, to get freedom, like you know, a year ago or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't know why he said that. It's like he didn't learn. You went through a lot just to get to this point, and then you went right back to like social media. The same thing that got you in trouble. That that was a dumb move on his end, if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, hmm. how you how you feel about it, Sensei? The whole situation. Um, I don't know how it started. I don't even know how it ended. I don't know none of this stuff. Uh, I don't want Meek Mill to go to jail. I'll tell you that much. And. Uh, I don't know if DJ Academics kind of egged it on. Do you know, guys, if he started? I know Willie D said that, but I want to ask you guys do you know if he started this situation with Meek Mill or what? Hey, I think they both started it. Nah, who started it though? Um, DJ Academics started it, yes, because he posted his stuff and then he trolled him and then it got to this point. Especially well, when he I, said after. If he started he, it. Yeah, he definitely had to start it because he kept posting the nigga when he said he wasn't gonna post him no more. He trolled them, yeah. But he's hiding under the umbre- uh, umbrella of being a so, journalist. Yeah, I don't like. Like I said, if he started it, this is the thing. I I I, I can't agree or disagree. Whatever. Now, um, Meek Mill's the one that started. That's one thing. But DJ Academic started it. Um, <clears throat> I can't respect it. You know, what I'm saying I shouldn't. I'm not gonna expect someone to get beat up and stuff like that don't get it twisted you know if the man just want to protect himself what's the best way to protect yourself he did the <laughs> it's fucked up but he did the right thing to like if he wanted to protect himself you know he decided to go report the nigga like you know to make sure he that he's not in his hair again type situation uh he did the exact thing that you're supposed to do um if you that was if that's what you was trying to accomplish you feel me but if he started the fight and everything like that, man, like I, th- I don't, I think that's some whole shit. I ain't gonna lie to you. So yeah, he he might be doing all this just just to sue too, building a case, and then oh, he can't if he sue. does get assaulted, he, he yeah, can. if he gets assaulted and uh, Meek Mill orchestrated it, of course he can sue. Oh, that's what you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, there's enough evidence on social media because Meek Mill likes to talk on social well, media. Well, it depends. If he gets assaulted in New York, I mean, he has to tie that in. He'd be like, "Yo, I don't live in New York." Like you know, what I'm <laughs> so yeah, if, but, he yeah. Philly, if he goes to Philly, if he goes. Philly, he's it only takes one picture of him them being together. You know, if you're if you're slipping to the point where you're saying like this guy has green lit mm-hmm. through social media, come on, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, just got to be careful. We don't want Meek Mill to get locked up over this yeah, shit. Yeah, we don't want to get Meek Mill locked up because of DJ Academics. Pretty much. Yeah, it's not worth it. Yeah, so you know, I don't want them to be safe. Like I'm, I'm saying, I don't want DJ Academics get. I do believe, like you know, if you talk shit, you should get roughened up, though. You feel me? And I feel like. Him and 6ix9ine kind of go behind somewhere and then they talk a lot of shit. You feel me? But I would like to, the thing is, me personally, I would just love to see them in face. If they could do, if they could do it in front, in, in front of someone's face, then I'll, I don't know, I'll admire it more. I'll, I'll, I'll give them their props. I'll give them the back. You know, so I, I, like I said, you know how you see somebody talking, you're like, all right, I just want to see if this person could talk in someone's face like this. You know, Charlemagne done it before. Um, he 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 had he had his backbone, you know. Saying he had his situations where it didn't work out for him, you know, when somebody snuck up on him. Um, but you know, I want to see DJ Academics go through a situation because you know it's easy. We all know, like, it's easier to talk shit when nothing is happening to you. But when somebody put hands on you, something they tend to don't be disrespectful. You know, what I'm saying people don't be disrespectful like that for no reason. You know, what I'm saying yeah. 
Also, like, the, the, uh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I say, control. you know, somebody come out of jail or something, they're extremely respectable until a certain point, like until you disrespect mm-hmm. them. So they watch what they say in front of you because, you know, they like it could get ugly real quick. And when someone like, you know, anyone who's been in a traumatizing situation don't tend to provoke it even more. Um, knowing that it can lead to somewhere you don't want it to go. So don't talk and go crazy and stuff like that. You know, I know DJ Academics didn't threaten him physically, like threaten Meek Mills to sacrifice you in a boxing match type situation. But just like you said, Chief, some people don't take it that way. Some people, if you talk to them a certain way, they know how to get physical with you. You know what I'm saying? They don't like that. It's also that, and when you have a large following and you're talking negative about somebody, mm-hmm. it hurts them in a negative way. That's true. That's just the way it works because they have followers. Their followers become DJ Academics followers are trolls. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, they be under Meek Mill's page talking crazy. That's you, true. You can't beat the internet, dog. It's, it's, you can't you know beat the internet. All right. Next subject. Topic. Uh, Ti and Jeezy. Um, they were talking on their. I, I'm. I think it's Ti's podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It Expeditiously. Is. Do you know the the, the name of it? Or I, Expeditiously. I is that the name of it? Expeditiously. Yeah, it is. It is. That's the name of the TI podcast. The episode's not. The episode's not officially out. Cause I try to watch it. They just put a snippet out. Right. And that's the snippet that's flying around. And. Uh, explain it though, cause I ain't finished explaining. So you you can take over. Oh. Like what were they talking about? They was just talking about squashing the beef with Jeezy because T.I., I I mean, my fault with Gucci. Jeezy and T.I., Jeezy was on T.I.'s podcast and they they were talking about, T.I. was like talking about squashing beef with Gucci because they both got a problem with Gucci and they were talking about squashing it. You know, because they all, they all big in the trap music because they they put, they all help put trap music, you know, on mainstream. And they was trying to squash it. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good, it's a, it's a good idea, but I just feel like it's just that beef is real shit. At least with Jeezy and Gucci, mm-hmm. somebody died behind that shit. So I don't know if that shit can get squashed. So you saying it's hard for Gucci to forgive? Um, Jeezy. Like, I, like, if I was Gucci, I wouldn't forgive Jeezy. Because he could have lost nigga. his life type situation, yeah. No, you try to send a nigga to kill me, nigga? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, your family, your mammy, all of that. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> this will be, be a bad day podcast. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be the bad I'm day. Sorry, you sent somebody to kill me, dog? Like, nah, mm. bro. Nah. So they, they, you gotta think they're taking the right approach by trying to talk this out versus what they used to do was just shoot it out and also follow up question do you think this is an A- Atlanta thing because Atlanta seems to be the most unified out of everybody in hip hop period like they supported each other the most we can't I mean we can't there's no there's too much evidence mm-hmm. there's just way too much evidence that's, point. that's a good ass point so maybe this is why they got to this point because they're able to talk it out versus us we, we, we be beefing until we die damn near so what would you what do you think chief because i have i have things i have to say but you know i i want um I, I feel like um as far as the jeezy and and gucci they can squash that but i don't think they they'll, they'll be able to associate with each other like it won't it's not beef but i don't want to talk to you type shit if they ever get to that point 
because yeah. like you said rich somebody died over this so it's not something that you can just forgive somebody over it's something that you can be at peace with you feel me and i'm gonna live my life you live your life we don't interact that's the best case scenario for them as far as ti i'm not sure what happened so yeah me either me either i'm glad you brought it up i don't know it either i just feel like ti was just in the middle of it anyway that's what i i'm assuming yeah, because T.I., he's loyal to T, and that's sometimes that, that creates problems for you. you feel no me? pun intended. Uh, <laughs> it also could have been when, when Gucci Man was ranting and he was going ham on everybody. Maybe T.I. got caught in that storm, and he took that shit personal because T.I. is super prideful. And that started that beef. I don't know if y'all remember when Gucci Man went to the insane asylum and he, he was going ham. He said he was addicted to lean and everything. That could have been it. But the whole point is that T.I. is trying to squash it, which is a mature thing. He's, you know what I mean? So I, I always got to break that up. Is it going to happen? It's, at this point, it'll be more up to Gucci than anybody else. How you feel about it, Sensei? Now, the good question that you said there was, will Gucci do it? I have no idea. Maybe not. But after reading the Gucci Man book, right, which everyone should read, please go out there and read Gucci Man's book. Um, he What's pretty much... I don't remember the name anyway so uh that book he kind of incited something like you know he had a conversation with Jeezy they actually after the shooting and everything like that uh him and Jeezy like you know like actually talked it out so he actually forgave not gonna say forgave but he actually communicated with Jeezy after the shooting and then they had like you know a mutual cordial type situation but then like I said you know how just some people just oil and water I just think it's a situation where you know certain personalities just don't mesh with each other very well you get what i'm saying and because he said a lot of instances at a club situation like several situations after that point after they kind of try to like you know keep the peace between them two each other um that you know he felt that gz did some sucker shit that's what he said in the book like you know some type of sucker shit so so it's like you know kind of the way you move you know what i'm saying so certain situations where he tried to work with gz even out after prior after i mean my fault after the point <laughs> They tried to do a song together. They did a song together, but they didn't really work out like that. Yeah, so in the book, like I said, inside the book, he he said that, you know, they try to work out the things even after the shooting, you know, even after, like, you know, this dude tried to kill me and everything like that. But will Gucci do it? You know, you, Gucci's a new reform Gucci or he's a he's a new person or he probably, you know, now he's not addicted to certain drugs that he's he used to be addicted to you feel me now he's a better person he's into his fitness he's a changed man so uh would he consider it i don't know him and waka seem to make it work out so i mean but they were close uh but you know jeezy and gucci i think gucci would do it i don't know if now's the time because you know he's unless he makes some money out of it i'm be honest with you unless he makes some money out of it i could see them forgiving each other real quick so say if T.I. brings Gucci to the podcast and he's like, yo, give me a hundred thou to come or 80,000 or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? You know, but it's like, it's T.I. fool. Like, you think he'd be like, hell yeah or not? Nah. He'd be like, fuck no. Nah, he'd be like, like, fuck no. <laughs> nah, but the thing is, you understand the attention this will get though. It will get like, he'll he'll make that money back if this is attention. And like I said, Gucci man is kind of just about his family. He's about this piece and stuff like that, but he's about his family right now. You feel me? That's what he's uh, solely solely focused on right now. So I think if there's a bag, my answer is if there's a bag, he'll do it. I, I just think it's ironic that the only song that Gucci and um, Jeezy made is a classic song. And I'll argue that if y'all niggas want to argue that. Who gonna argue that? 
and the one song that they made together is a classic song so imagine if they have this beef Atlanta might have been stronger than what it is now which is just crazy uh, that's a fact so I see is a hit yeah you, I mean I, I know you have to think about it that song is already in brain in my, in my head that's why I'm like this song is a classic how old is that song <laughs> that song is I don't know mad I don't know old. how old that song is mad old that's a, that's like a, a south classic you feel me Alright He was on that topic So the next topic I want to touch on Was Gilly the Kid Calls out Joe Budden Over ownership Of podcasts Since we were on the podcast uh, We're on a podcast He was just talking about Another guy Who had a podcast T.I. Expeditiously um, Had me on that show Um might as well talk about them So how do you feel About the situation Chief you know I want to explain the situation But I felt like He did a good job Explaining it So can you explain The situation What happened Or was that Rich Who explained it Rick, you want to explain, or you, you want me to do a little rundown real quick? Who, who explained it before? All right, so, so pretty much what happened is um, they already had some beef prior to all this tension. Uh, no, it was beef. Joe Butter, Joe Button, I mean, not like fist fight, but like I don't like that guy. I don't want to interact with him to that to that point. You feel me? But it, it was it's nothing musical, right? Podcast not- shit, right? I think it's Are you sure they had a beef? Like when they had beef, I never was. I never even knew about they, that. They never, they never liked each other. Joe Budden never, never liked the comments that he made since back then. He always felt like some type of hate towards him. I guess he, he's been more expressive now. But wait, uh, but I'm saying, how do you know this? Because I, I heard his podcast. He talked about it. Oh, he talked about it. Like he, he said, he, he never liked he, even prior to this it's, situation. It's, it's not even. It's, he don't like his t- his character. Is what he was saying. He don't like the type of character that he is. Where he he was spreads it? a false narrative and he's kind of he does a lot of coonish moves and he does things for the bag. He was saying all that. So oh, he said that about Gilly. Yeah, that, that's pretty much okay. what he said. And about. he said prior to this comment that he didn't he felt that way. That's what he said. Yeah, he pretty much like you okay. don't like his character. You know when you don't like somebody, that's the no, vibe saying, that he gets. He said you know he mean? said prior to this, yeah, right? Yeah, he said prior yeah, to you don't oh, like no. him. Like they they've been oh. had a little back and forth that was going. Okay. Um, but but to make the long story short, um. What sparked everything and everybody focused on it now, it's more like um, when Joe Budden talked about what Gilly said when people brought it back, which was the mm-hmm. the Black Lives Matter comment. All uh, lives uh, matter. All lives matter. All lives matter. I'm, I'm getting to that. People were upset about what he said about Black Lives Matter when he said that, nah, all lives matter, you know, because he got shot by um, somebody that looked like him. People, so he was making it sounded very ignorant. You feel me? So Joe Budden went ham on him, and then Gilly pretty much responded by saying that you don't even own your own podcast. Like he got he got the same offer that he got. They could have been he you know he could have had his pod, podcast on Spotify, but he he chose to do things more differently and be more of a partner instead of being under somebody. That was his point of view, and so pretty much that's the whole beef. That like you you talking shit, but you under somebody, and you you being owned by somebody. But me me and my podcast, and me and my partner, we we're partners with, you know, the people we associate with. So I mean, how do y'all feel about it? I mean, the first the comments had nothing to do with Black Lives Matter. He said All Lives Matter, and the people for BLM went crazy on him. They went crazy on it because yeah. it's an old post. It's not something that was recent. Right. Um, and then, like I said, from what I understand from Gilly the Kid, 
I follow his social media and stuff. Like I said, uh, I think I tell you this all the time, Chief. Like, as much as I like these artists and I do favor them, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, we have biases and stuff like that. But I like Gilly the Kid. I like Gilly the Kid. And but do I know him? Do I know him outside of podcasting? Do I know him outside of music? Uh, maybe Joe Budden knows something I don't know. Uh, maybe I got to listen to that particular podcast you said you talked about when they you know they discussed their beef you know when, when uh, joe budden talked about uh him and gilly's beef so right. me personally from what like i follow gilly you know he has the the podcast with his with uh was it it's not wayno what's his brother name i'm not Is sure Wayno. it's him and his brother uh, him and his cousin it's him and his cousin and they have a, a podcast on barstool and i listen to it all the time which is gilly and i think it's wayno i'm not sure but yeah, so I, I, I like their podcast and he seems to have sense and this dude anytime something happened, like you know, anything that was unjustified or someone was unarmed and got killed, he expresses that for a long time. He's been doing that for a minute where he put it on his Instagram, he talks about it, he's like FDs, you know what I'm saying? This and that. Like, you know, I'm saying the energy that he gave wasn't someone who was hiding from it. He kind of runs into those type of uh situations where you know social injustice and things like that you know what i'm saying right so i don't know i don't know if his opinion changed throughout the years but i know currently in at least the last year or year and a half when i followed him that he had a certain opinion and he wrote hard for that opinion it's not like you know how it's different like if you have somebody who's like an outright individual and then they now they they're a liberal or something like that you feel me it's not like that it's like his opinion was like he goes hard for what he believes in right now like he he done that prior to any of this stuff happening like you know this dude brought light to a lot of situations even when it came to hispanics and you know how that particular community sometimes didn't like you know stand up for their people as much as they should and he made that point i'm saying he made that point as well like he's like yo this is another person and you know so and so he brought attention to the situation like you know one in houston that no one talked about where buddy had his arms up and everything he was a hispanic guy and they still shot him all over like i don't know what the hell happened but he even brought attention to that like you know every time and this is before any of this stuff happened with george florida anything so he did this for like the past year year and a half and he really expressed it hard like don't use why i'm saying this he expressed this hard you feel me uh uh, I, but like I said, I don't really know him. Maybe Joe Budden knows something that we all don't know. And just like they say, he said, you really don't know these people in the industry like that, especially when you see like comments from like Terry Crews and stuff like that. You really don't know what's in their head sometimes. So me personally, I don't think he's that way, but I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because like I said, I followed him for a minute. And from that point on, prior to that, him saying that comment, you know, uh, I think that just played into, you know, his personality. You know, he's like, he kind of have that boss type of personality where, you know, people can't tell him. He's like, man, you know, trying to just spit real stuff. But at the same time, remember, he was signed with Cash Money. So he might share the same sentiments at the time, like Lil Wayne back in the day. Because he said the same thing. He said the same thing like Lil Wayne pretty much back then. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not even mad about what he said because he already apologized and it was so long ago. There's nothing wrong with people changing. And that's what people got to realize, like. Some of these people are going to say... There's a point that he changed. He if changed. he did feel that way, that he changed, yes. He changed. He didn't double down on it. He apologized. He, and after that, he also did a lot of action towards, you know, being a better person. I don't see nothing wrong with that. You feel me? It could just be an eternal beef. I mean, I don't... Yeah, it's just, at the end of the day, yeah. it's not our business. That's, what, that's the way I feel about it. Because these dudes are not going to talk about it. There's too much money on the line. What I want to ask y'all is... Dude, um, does Joe Budden podcast being owned by somebody else change your opinion about the podcast? I mean, I already knew that. I already knew that. I did too. I did too. But because you know, their whole basis was pretty much when they started was 
being free and being more independent and now they're in, in a state where they're owned by somebody no nah, he was talking about getting the bag yeah yeah, <laughs> he was, yeah. the whole podcast he was like yo he's waiting for the big bag he said ma what's up with you and your rock nation connections yeah. i think you know it's i think it's different yeah. it's, it's different for us because we've been there the whole time you know mm-hmm. our, our perspective is different we've seen the grind and they, they got themselves to the point where they can you know offer their their merchandise I don't think it hurts the brand. I think they they have more freedom now. They can play songs and all that. You feel me? So it it's for the better. There's nothing wrong with you being under somebody. You know the whole name dash argument we we talk about all the time off air. Or like you, you can have workers too. You feel me? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, me personally, um, you know, what I'm saying you guys who listen to this podcast realize it's a black-owned podcast, so you should always listen to it, always support the black community. We're my pissed up right now, so always do so. Shout out to Chief uh, Rich. I don't know where he went. He's not supporting us. He's cooning. Um, so right he tarrying. He's, he's, he's tarrying right now. Don't be a Terry, dog. Uh, <laughs> nah, don't make that bad. Don't do that to that bad. Don't do that to that bad. All right, hey, he did it to himself, man. He did it to himself. He dug that hole. He, he said, "Nah, let me get a bigger shovel, dog." Yeah. All right, King. All right. So, so yeah, pretty much. Um, I mean, dog, it depends on what you do it for. If you made a podcast to solely make money, right? I can't make money now. I mean, I can't blame. Excuse me. But if you made a podcast to kind of, I really don't understand. Like I, I don't see no problem. I, I just have no issue with it at all. Like I totally you know, agree with but, you. But I, but Gilly's point was that you have someone of another race on your podcast, and you're talking about me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm, you know, say I just think it was a shot back to him to let him know. But at the same time, if you could get the bag, you'll get the bag. You feel me? Sometimes you do. Some people sell out. Some people don't. Um, he felt like he sold out because he said he don't own the rights to it. You feel me? So I don't know. I don't know the contractual situation with Joe Budden, but it might be a lease. Who knows? They might own it, but it might be a lease. But it sounds like Gilly knows the person directly right. who purchased it. So it sounds like he actually gave up the rights to the podcast, but hopefully not. Hopefully, I'm praying that it's a situation where it's a lease situation where it's leased. Just like you know, uh, Joe Rogan has a deal, but I don't think those. I don't think Spotify will own the rights to the podcast in totality after the time period has expired. You feel me? His contract expired. So hopefully, I'm praying that Joe Budden didn't do that because he been preaching that with academics. Remember when they was trying to get deals and signed? He was saying, "No, you should follow my moves." Uh, we don't know how much they got. Number one. So sure. yeah. Until I got his contractual information, I wouldn't be able to comment on that. But I don't see no nothing wrong with getting your money up. But I wouldn't give my rights up. But you know, if the money bag is that big enough, dog, like, hey, hey, anything is possible. Anything is possible. If I, could, if I, as long as you transferring that money elsewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I might take that money from Spotify and build my crib in Gambia. There you go. Hey, or just make another show. Yes. BS. Whatever anyways, you want to do, you know what I mean? BS, BS. Anyways, um, uh, Richie, have anything to say? <laughs> I think that podcast, I think, I don't really think it's a big deal. I think they both just tripping on some dumb shit. Like, Joe Budden getting the money, they both getting money, so why would they, why, why should they care? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Straight up, if you get making your bread, dog. Don't you know what I mean? Stay on your side. I'll stay on my side. We're good. I don't gotta yeah. conversate. I don't gotta talk for what? And yeah. y'all old. Y'all over forty, dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget. 
Y'all old dog Y'all gotta do all that extra shit no more That's all factuals In all capitals You know what I'm saying That's factuals in all capitals though Alright So Rich Bo sent me a post And it had Jimmy Butler on it It said If you were Jimmy Would you look out for your biological mom The story is Jimmy Butler's biological mother Kicked him out at 13 His foster mother Raised him from then till Till he reached the NBA He's worth now 34 million dollars That the Heat's paying right now And should he look out For his biological mother as well like he wasn't with me when you shooting in the gym, but literally, oh, that was a perfect metaphor. I get it. Um, chilling by my heat jacket. Like if it's okay, if it's gonna affect his play, if this will give him a little bit of ease in his life, if this will make him play better, mm-hmm. of course, <laughs> give your mother the money. That's do what not, you do. It's not, his money. You do what you do, man. Do what you do. I can't tell somebody what to do with their money, but if the question is. Would I do it? Yes, I'll do it. I'll shoot my biological mother. But the, but I, you know what? Let me say this. It depends what happened in the story. It, it depends the story of how she kicked me out. If she kicked me out because I was doing some shit and she she wasn't accepting it, you know what I'm saying? You like yo, you can't be bringing that shit in my house. Some situation like that. No, of course you were some money. You know what I'm saying? But right. if she just grimy me with it, I was still I don't shooting. Know, man. I was it's still a mom. Yeah, it's a, she's still your mom, good. man. I'm just not gonna talk to you. Take the money. But, that's it. Yeah, but like, how can you do it? Because you know. Sometimes you don't want to shoot her the money because it's, you're opening the lines of communication. Some people don't want to deal with people because uh, you don't want to open those lines of communication. Sometimes. Take, take the money, don't call me. That would be my message if she was grinding me to me. I'm still have to give you some money because you gave me birth. I wouldn't be here without you, period. Like, you can't argue I, that. I, you know what I mean? I think Rich Bro said that, be honest with you. I'm hey, not going to let you he, he not talking, plagiarize, bro. continuously plagiarize us in this podcast. You a Rich Bro. <laughs> Both of y'all did that to me no, today. Man, yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I did say that. I totally agree. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> even <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> that good shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said all that good shit right there. Yeah, that's that. it. All that. That's me. One hundred percent. No denying. Nah, but that's, really? your, that's your mom's. Though you gotta give her money, dog. Even if you hate her, you gotta give. You don't her have money. to. You have to, dog. Like I know you don't have to. But you have to, you know what I mean? It's like that double standard. Training in the gym. Like, if it's your old boy, he tripping. Yo, he got to get it how he live. That's <laughs> no, no, that's greasy. And that's- I told Rich about this, dog. There was a couple rappers I want to shout out for, and I appreciate them because they made songs about their fi- father. And I listened to it recently because I've been liking dad raps lately. I'm not gonna lie to you. So Sky Zoo is one of them. Oh. He made a song about his father. Um, I love that song. And then also uh, Logic. Shout out to Logic. Uh, dad bod. I love that song. I, I'm continuously um, bumping that. He talks about his normal life, how he just goes shopping. He know about diapers more than what's what's what rappers doing nowadays. So I mess with him in that situation. So shout out to both of them. Cause I never heard no dad raps. I never heard someone like, "Yo, shout out, daddy, I love you for doing what you do." Um, I never hear that. The baby, I think he made a, he made a one about his dad, but his dad passed. He made away. a whole album. Yeah, he made a whole album, dog. And he got a chain. Point blank, here, you know, shout out to the baby and shout out for telling me that. Cause I, yeah, that's true. He definitely did. What about you, Rich Bo? Hence, the baby made dad songs too. Yeah, he did. Mm. I think about it. I think it's cool, dog. Oh, is that's it? it? All right, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, since you got nothing, nothing else to say, this nigga said, oh, yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> All right, well, um, we're not going to talk about the Logic album, I guess. So, yeah, so 
yeah that was it thank you guys for listening we appreciate you guys make sure you subscribe to spotify itunes stitcher radio google play and wherever you your podcast provider is um anything else you want to say guys you go first rich youtube man subscribe to my youtube subscribe to good day no mm-hmm. good tv good tv good dot tv yep Whoa. good dot tv i'm tripping yeah man chief oh thank you for listening i'll let him go you feel me <laughs> you know, rich, rich be taking his pauses i don't want to yeah y'all forgot i edit this dog i can't be having the silences in the middle though <laughs> no, try much to be respectable lo- much love to the <laughs> listeners thank you thank you so much i don't have to plug in all our stuff because everything's already been plugged in the luxury of being last you know, as, as always, the YouTube, the Facebook, the IGs, you know I me, mean? even the Twitter. I got a Twitter now. You feel me? So we got to stay connected. Yeah, I know y'all talk about with the Twitter. OK, so the YouTube channel is uh, Rich Bo Reacts. So don't forget that he forgot to mention that uh, our YouTube channel is good TV. That's G-H-O-O-D dot TV. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. If you're listening, you're probably subscribed. But if you didn't, please subscribe. It's G-H-O-O-D. D-A-Y and also Chief I don't know any of your social media but I have you on there so please you can tell them because I have no idea Chief 305 on IG okay Chief 305 IG and Facebook and of course the YouTube G-H-O-O-D TV okay 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 shout out to Rich out (laughs) I guess yo It's a good day, it's a good day, it's a good day.